0: Hello, 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 you dirty, filthy whorebacks, and welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S, and we're just gonna jump right into this week's tea time, honey. Okay, I had to control myself because there was so much shit going on this week. I could not control myself. If I did, listen, if y'all only knew what was running through my head while I was sitting here trying to jot down specific things to talk about. We would have been here for an hour. So I'm not even going to try to fault y'all. I'm not even going to try to hold y'all up. We're just going to jump right into the first topic of Tea Time for this week's recap. So, this goes out to Colin Kaepernick, okay? Finally, after three years of working his ass off, training, without nobody watching him, without nobody checking for him, teams have finally decided to give him the opportunity. So, several teams, including Arizona, Atlanta, Cleveland, Miami, New England, and more, have decided to watch him train. Colin tweeted that he has been waiting three years for this moment, and he is super-duper excited for the opportunity, and... I wish him all the best, because first and foremost, it shouldn't have taken three years for anybody to, you know, take a look at him or even try to give him the remote opportunity. It shouldn't have even taken three years, because everything that he is standing for, unknowingly, truthfully, unfortunately, have still been going on for these three years that he has not been playing, and, you know, I think with him making sure that they didn't try to change the narrative, that they didn't try to change his image, or they didn't try to fuck up his image, that he did the Nike ad. You know, he tweets abundantly to let people know like he is still rooting for himself he is still rooting for everybody he's still rooting for the cause and you know he still always let us know that he is ready to go whenever they are ready to let him go so I really do hope that out of all these teams that look at him that somebody actually gives him the time of day because truthfully speaking he is our voice and truthfully speaking if nobody's gonna speak up for us he is and he wants to be the change in the world and he's already changing lives little by little with just the little things that he does and Truth be told, if we're keeping it a buck, this is only happening because J.C. now has partnership in, in, in the NFL. He now has face, and his face is automatically our face because Jay Z is black culture. So in a way, you know, this is definitely a power move, so hopefully it works in Colin's favor because ultimately speaking, he's raw as fuck, and there's no reason why I should have taken this long for him to get even the slightest look. You know what I'm saying? So wish him the best. What's for him is going to always be for him. So it don't even matter. All right. So we're just going to jump right into the next topic on Tea Time with Queen S. All right. If y'all haven't already known, y'all clearly have been under a rock. So Disney Plus officially started their streaming services, right? And they broke records, ending up with 11 million accounts within their first opening 24 to 48 hours. Now, y'all know disney plus ain't meant for little kids to be completely honest because disney plus fucked up they have all the old throwbacks they have phineas and furs they have phil of the future they have lizzie mcguire they have the old school movies in the cartoons in the shows like disney plus was meant for us 90s babies like disney plus is not even meant for y'all kids but To each his own, you know, Disney, big up to y'all. Y'all eventually started to catch on and seeing that Netflix was taking all y'all coins and y'all decided to create y'all own coins so that y'all could make your own coins. But guess what, y'all? Y'all don't knock Netflix out the ballpark quite yet because Netflix decided to partner up with Nickelodeon. Y'all like, (laughs) bitch you thought we was done you thought we was gonna let y'all when i told y'all niggas head ass niggas i told y'all it's still netflix and chill now it's netflix and chill and nickelodeon because guess what low-key disney disney was it disney was it but nickelodeon was that okay with nickelodeon you got the wild thornberries you got cat dog you got rugrats you got all of us you got ginger as told by ginger listen listen i'm just waiting i'm just waiting okay i'm gonna just sit back and i'm gonna just wait and apparently um netflix is trying to uh have a squidward spin-off on the netflix channel so on on the netflix streaming services so i really want to see how this is going to play out but either way you put it you have disney plus and you also have netflix plus nickelodeon about to come up so it's a vibe it's a vibe it's a vibe that's it's a vibe but speaking of Netflix Monique actually came out um stating that she is actually going to proceed forward with filing a lawsuit against Netflix for gender and race discrimination okay Monique released a statement stating hi my loves I can confirm today I filed a pay discrimination lawsuit against Netflix I had a choice to make I could accept what I felt was pay discrimination or I could stand up for those who came before me, those who will come after me. I choose to stand up. I don't have any further comments at this time, but I appreciate all the love and support. Lawsuit against Netflix, I love us for real. And so with her doing this, there has been mixed reviews. People have been saying like Netflix uh they, they've been saying Monique, you're not even funny anymore. You know, you can't um sit here and expect them to pay you for something And you don't even think they don't even think that you're going to bring in that type of clientele, you know, yada, 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 whatever the case is. The way that I see it at the end of the day before Malcolm X, Malcolm X, Malcolm X was himself before Martin Luther King Jr. was Martin Luther King Jr. He was himself before Gandhi was Gandhi. He was himself before Muhammad Ali was Muhammad Ali, he was himself. So before any of these greats were great, they were themselves first. And I feel like as long as you stay true to yourself and you have your values that you uphold to the 10th degree, then go fucking for it. Like go fucking for it, even if nobody's rooting for you. And with Monique, one thing I can tell about Monique is Monique don't stand for no bullshit. And you know, for her, it's like, she doesn't get that same respect for her speaking vocally about shit that happens because she's a black woman. And so when she does speak and she speak passionately, people automatically assume that she's pressed or she's hurt. But people don't see the bigger picture. If she's ex- if she's accepting of it and she rolls over and she says, okay, then what image is going to be portrayed to those who are coming after her and truth be told there's a lot of people that fail to realize that what you do now determines everybody else after you whether you want that responsibility or not that responsibility is ultimately in your hands and if you have the power to change the table if you have a power to change the narrative then you should change the narrative and you should change the table and I just feel like when it comes down to it people don't support you until they see you actually win and people don't support you until they see this shit actually happened in front of their face to be like, oh, damn, this is what such and such was talking about. Oh, really? This is what such and such was talking about. And it's like, it's, like, it's sad that that's what it takes for people to kind of wake up and smell the coffee, but... I'm glad that people is waking up and smelling the coffee, you know, and I support Monique 110% because you're not going to tell me to be quiet. You're not going to tell me to fold. If I feel like I'm worth a hundred million dollars, then bitch, pay me a hundred million dollars. And if you can't pay me a hundred million dollars, make sure you keep that same energy with somebody else. You feel me? To each his own. Monique, if you stand for, I stand with you because at the end of the day, nobody knows you better than you and nobody knows what you're fighting for better than you know what you're fighting for. So, kudos to you Monique I hope everything actually works itself out with your lawsuit and we go from there you know to each his own we'll find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z how that's going to play out but you know speaking of something positive speaking of something positive okay so there has been this guy that has been in jail for all his life basically his name was his name is Rodney Reed and he was actually subject to be executed in Texas this week and because of social media because of black twitter and the power of your voice people they did in fact reneged and he is able to live another day so if you guys don't know about his situation he was falsely accused of a murder where there was no evidence the cop who actually murdered him is actually actually admitted to it several times that it was him that actually did it, but they still pinned it on the black man, of course. So I'm just so happy that we actually come together, that everybody actually came together, and I know that I was reposting it. I was retweeting the link every chance that I seen it. I was telling people myself, like, your voice matters like your voice matter and we all did it together to make sure that they didn't kill this innocent black man so I hope good things come from this I hope everything happens in the way that it's supposed to happen in his favor and I hope just moving forward people just understand the power of their voice and understand the actuality of what's going on so talking about social media so we're just going to jump right into it summer rocker summer rocker Summer Walker, why can't, why can't, I? Walker, 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 Summer Walker, there we go. Summer Walker canceled the rest of her tours due to social anxiety. She came out with the video basically telling people how, you know, due to her social anxiety, she's not going to be able to proceed forward with the rest of her tours. And she really appreciate everybody that she meet or whatever the case and she really appreciate her fans. But personally, her energy, her vibe cannot sustain the pressures. You have missed, we've, I've seen mixed reviews. The mixed reviews that I've seen, I've seen some people basically state, you know, that's very selfish of you. People paid their money. It's about time that you did it because you was whack as fuck anyways. And, you know, you weren't even given 110% when you were there. So, you know, you basically saved our asses. And I've seen other people kind of making a mockery out of social anxiety just because she posts videos of her in London. And so for me, I just feel like when it comes to, women, especially women of color, we don't have a say-so. It's like a damn if you do, damn if you don't. Um, Based off of what I've seen and I think because I'm a psychology major and I know well enough about body language and body present and how that basically determines you know you and your comfortability in whatever setting that you're in based off of just the interviews that I've seen based off of the live show contents that I've seen she is not the type of person that is a social butterfly she's not the type of person that can deal with everybody in her face and I don't think she realized that in its entirety and I don't think London realized that in its time in its entirety when she came out with over it because over it I'm not even gonna fault you that bit had been on replay that bit has stayed on replay because I mean even in even in her songs like most of her songs I could barely understand what the words were I had to google the words so it's like I that's just the type of vibe that I've always gotten from her that she's just the little girl that's in the corner that can sing And she, it's like, she wants to stay invisible, but she wants to be able to have the freedom to come out and say hello when she wants to, and not when everybody's telling her that she has to. And ultimately speaking, she does have that right. Like what people fail to realize, nobody owes you shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, Nobody owes you shit. Like we've grown accustomed to feel like people are obligated to us. Nobody owes you shit. People are allowed to remove themselves if they don't feel comfortable. People are allowed to protect their energy, and I don't see why it has to be any different just because she produces great music. You know, she even said it that was that was going to be her first and last tour and she attempted and failed drastically because I've I've seen some shit and them shits were hilarious, okay? hilarious 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 there was one particular one where um it was a guy basically going on a rant about him going to her tour I mean going to one of her shows and it was like the worst thing that he's ever did or whatever the case is I don't think I can find it I thought I took a screenshot of it but I guess I didn't and it's deleted now. but long story short like he was really going in like he was really going the fuck in and you know, it was it was bound to happen because at the end of the day, like if you're not a social butterfly, then you having people in your in your face 24-7, you having, you know, constant pe- con- people constantly trying to touch you and grab you and stuff like that. So I definitely understand why she wants to renege and she wants to control her anxiety. She wants to make sure that ultimately speaking, she's in the correct headspace. And if she doesn't feel comfortable, then she doesn't feel comfortable. Like why the fuck people just take, shit so serious like so personally and not only just that when people want to talk about mental health in the black community it's like people just make a joke out of it and it's like everything is not funny like everything is dead ass not funny so speaking about joke joking and cracking jokes when the shit is inappropriate and not necessary we're going to talk about 50 cent bullying his power cast member once again after apologizing to her so, I'm not even going to try to attempt to say her name, but Tasha. Tasha previously told 50 Cent about him cracking jokes because she had a picture of her with a, a pullback um, ponytail. And so, I ain't even going to lie to you. Like, her edges are non-existent, you know, in that picture or whatever the case is. And 50 Cent apologized about making jokes about it. And then he just recently posted another picture about it side by side. And truthfully speaking like when it comes to 50 cent 50 cent is a prime example of a nigga who thinks that he's all that just because he has money but brings nothing else to the table because 50 cent is a good businessman but he's not a man he's not a father he's a father figure to his second child but there's a lot of things that's fucked up with 50 and 50 is a prime example of a broken nigga who just has money Because there's no reason for you to go out of your way to just make jokes about people, especially black women, so carelessly, especially after you already apologized. And I know Tasha, she just had a baby, not just recently just had a baby, but I know when women, they get pregnant, they go through postpartum. And sometimes their hair loss is one of the things that goes away. So you don't know what Tasha insecurities have been prior to that and for you to on a public platform you as her boss to step out of your character and well not out of your character because that is your character but step out of your boundaries to make a mockery of her after she already told your ass to shut the fuck up the first time you know it's just like you know every single time that 50 has something to say we laugh about it we joke about it and it's like you're basically feeding into you're feeding the beast and so that's why he is the way that he is and you can't help but to question why the fuck he got shot nine times like why the fuck he got shot nine times because every single time you see 50 it's just him just talking shit like he is the definition of a shit talking ass nigga because every chance he gets he talks his shit even when he doesn't need to be talking his shit you know what i'm saying so I just feel like we just we just as a whole, especially black men, we have to learn how to empower our black women because the society already doesn't love us. The society doesn't care about our needs, our wants, and, you know, treating us as equal. So it's up to our black men to treat us as equal. And if our black men think that it's funny that we go through postpartum or it's funny that our edges are gone because of weave or whatever the case is, then how can we expect the outside party to have those same respect for us if those that are of ours can't even give us nothing like like let me know let me know 50 what's your problem what's your problem because you 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 clearly got a problem so what's your problem you feel me so you know hopefully she didn't take it personally hopefully there was more encouraging words to get her out of the back of her head because I know I would have I would have been in the back of my head I would have felt some type of way especially if I already spoke to you about it So, there there shouldn't have been a reason for me to have to bring this back up. But since I have to bring it back up, it's like, damn, like, get off my dick. Like, get off my dick. All right? Like, get off my dick. So, uh, mm, 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 mm. Big Sean is so fine. So, so fine. Mm, So fine. Anyways, so... This is going to go on to a serious matter because I feel like this needs to take up most of the space is right now, human trafficking is at an all-time high and it should not be at an all-time high, but it is. And it's very high and predominantly black areas in Houston, Atlanta, Miami um, has been very targeted, Chicago. Indianapolis, Memphis, you know, and it's sad and it's scary. I literally watched a video last night on Twitter where you literally hear like the car that's passing by with the girl screaming, like help, help, somebody help me, somebody help me. And it was recorded off of somebody's ring doorbell camera. And prior to them even seeing the footage of that camera, they reported, they, someone reported, um, whoever the girl is, because they didn't say the name, they reported some um, um, unusual suspicion and they didn't even try to follow through and they weren't going to follow through un- until that video came out. And that video allowed the police to reopen the case. But it's like, nobody is hearing our cries. Like nobody is putting that extra step to make sure that this shit don't happen. Like, I watched several videos off of Twitter and Facebook of girls saying that they got into an Uber and the Uber was trying to kidnap them. They were driving in their car and there was a, a, a van following them. They've turned several times and the van has followed them. That they've left work before and that they were sitting in their car and somebody tried to sneak up behind them. People have been kidnapped and got rescued because of police raid. Like, I I, I, I watched, no, I seen something on Facebook that was saying that you know they raided a daycare and there was a hidden wall behind that had missing kids so it's like there's so many just fucked up things that are going on in today's world that it's like you have to be careful ladies don't go anywhere by yourself don't walk by yourself stay on the phone stay active um like be present like Don't be glued to your phone if you're walking. If you're walking to your car, make sure that you pretend that you're on the phone, or you put your key in between your hand. Get a uh, get a pepper spray, get a taser, get something because right now it's a crazy ass fucking world that we live in, and it's on us to protect ourselves because we can't expect the next motherfucker to. Because you don't, you can't trust nobody. Like I am afraid of, like that's like my biggest fear of getting like, kidnap and, like, sold for sex, like, that is, like, my biggest fear, because I can only imagine the tortures that your body go through, the tortures that you go through, the tortures that your emotions go through, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, I pray for all of the missing boys and girls that are, you know, not being found, that their voices are not being heard, and nobody is taking them serious, and all of this, and all of that, because, ultimately speaking, like, there's not enough, there's not enough time to explain to somebody how to fully be protected, how to fully take precaution. You know, you can't, that's not something that you can teach. It's kind of like a trial and error, which is, which is sad. But like, that's basically the truth of it. You know what I'm saying? So ladies, guys too, please protect yourself. Please protect yourself by all means necessary. Stay alert. Don't go nowhere by yourself. Make sure you stay active. Make sure you let people know where your whereabouts are. Like my friends have my location, my brother has my location, my siblings have my location. It's like, you got You got to take precaution. Like this, this world is getting more and more disgusting. Like more and more disgusting. And speaking about how disgusting this world is getting, um, there was this serial killer in New Jersey, um, and, um, his name is Khalil Wheeler Weaver, and he's twenty three, and he was a ser- serial killer who killed. Three women, three black women, was trying to kill the fourth one, and his last, um, his last, um, murder, uh, victim. Her name was Sarah Butler, and she was twenty years old. And um, they recovered her t- her messages between them, and right before she actually went up to meet up with him, um, she actually texted him, "Are you a ser- serial killer?" And it turned out that he actually was, and he murdered her and dumped her body. And when they asked him, you know, what was his reasoning? for um you know murdering these black women he said um out of his mouth that you know black women people are not going to care if they go missing you know and he specifically targeted he specifically target um black women who have low self-esteem who has mental health issues who are sex workers who were homeless who were suffering and he took advantage of them and he he basically came out his mouth and stated that the only reason why he did it was because he knew that nobody was going to give a fuck. And it's sad that a black man would feel that comfortable of doing that to his fellow queens just because just just for the hell of it. Like just for the hell of it. It's 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 crazy to me. Like it's really 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 crazy to me that this is the type of world that we're living in right now. You know what I'm saying? And then with that being said as well, there was a shooting in California that left two kids dead at, um, a high school with, uh, three, four others injured. And he actually was only 16 years old, the shooter that actually killed everybody. And he killed them on his birthday. You know, this world is literally getting worse and worse every single fucking day. And it's just, it's just so draining to have to just wake up and know that, like, what bad news am I going to hear today? What, what fucked up shit is going to happen today? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's sad that that's what it is, but that is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just, every every single time I go to bed, you know, I pray for everybody. I pray for this world. I pray for everybody to find their peace. I pray for people to walk with, Prosperity and to stay positive and don't let no negativity come and disrupt their peace. You know, I just pray for everybody because prayer is needed. This world is fucking disgusting. Like, this world is disgusting and it's just getting worse and worse every single day. So, I do pray for those three girls and their families. You know, he's gonna have a special place in hell. You know what I'm saying? And he's gonna get his eventually because one thing about karma that bitch always remembers. That bitch always remember, okay. If she don't remember today, she's gonna remember. She's gonna get hers by the by, by any means. So, you know, that's just that's just wild. But to a positive note, let's end this out on a positive note. You feel me? We're gonna end this tea time with Queen S on a positive note. We're not gonna be in our feelings anymore. We're gonna talk about an artist. Her name is Sierra Lynn, and she she as a living paints in bathroom stalls. In schools to give encouraging words of self-esteem, growth, and ownership. Um, with her art, her name on Instagram is The Artist C I E R R A L Y N N. And sh- her work is phenomenal. Her work is crazy amazing. Her work is so amazing, and just the fact that she just decided to do that out of the kindness of her heart to leave them words for other kids is just so inspirational because I can recall several times that I ran to the bathroom just to clear my head, just to clear my space because I was so overwhelmed. And it would have been nice to have something that was in that dry-ass bathroom at Piper High School to let me know, like, keep going, Sandra, like, you got this, or whatever the case is. Instead, you know, of course, I had it for myself. But with today's society and how social media just kind of runs everybody's emotions and kind of runs what people feel about themselves, it's very nice to know that there's people out there that's taken that extra step to make sure that nobody feels alone, that nobody feels like nobody gets them or you know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of kids out here that after after they leave school, they're going home to nothing. They're going home to no food. They're going home to bullshit. They're, they're going home to torture. They're going home to angry parents. They're going home to just trash. So it's good to know that, you know, there's people out here that's trying to take that extra step to making sure that they're changing the narrative, that they're changing the culture one step, one bathroom stall at a time. So hats off to you, queen girl. Hats off to you because I see you doing your thing. Queen's Table and Queen Sandra sees you doing your thing, Sierra Lynn. I see you, baby. But, last but motherfucking at least, hoe. Kodak Black, you feel me? He was sentenced to three years instead of looking up to a possibility of ten. You feel me? The judge pretty much stated there's a lot of kids that don't know no better out of the cases, and that's why they keep, you know, coming in and out but you still haven't learned your lesson and you've been in and out since 15 and something got to give. So he got his three years. So he has to do three years and 10 months in the pen. But you know, you know, that ain't nothing to Kodak, you know, that ain't nothing. But his woo lady is working overtime to make sure he get his by any means necessary. But I really do hope that this time around Kodak kind of just learns his lesson because there's only so much time that you're going to try to touch the stove and God's going to tell you the stove is hot until you finally learn to listen. And sometimes when he's telling you to stop. And he's telling you to learn and listen. That the outcome is not going to be in your favor. And at that point in time. You can't blame nobody but yourself. So we're just going to end this episode. Of Queen's Table Live right then and there. Because you know Brad taught me. So you know I had to put it down for the one time. For the one time for Kodak. And on behalf of him. You know I'm going to listen to Versatile. Because that's my motherfucking song. Because a bit is Versatile. But. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have not already, check out our past episodes down below. And I hope to see you beautiful, filthy whorebags later on the next episode. Y'all be safe. Okay? Y'all literally be safe. And I say that in the most humblest, soulful way as these words are coming out of my mouth. I am anointing these words over everybody who is listening to this, even if they are not listening to this. I hope everybody, please, please, please be safe. Please look out for each other. Please give love. Please be positive. And please say, fuck these niggas and fuck these hoes and do the fuck you always, period. And that's on it. So (laughs) I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you guys on the next episode of Queen's Table Live with your girl, Queen Hugs and kisses to my dirty, filthy whorebags. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Wow.